Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy, this is Alistair, and you are listening to the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas as Two in the Think Tank. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Two in the Think Tank Radio. Uh, part of the uh, Two in the Think Tank radio network. Network. Thank um, you. Broadcasting in you all major cities across all major continents. Yep. You can donate. In this and every other known by universe. Going to a website that sponsors us and putting the extension code Two in the Think Tank. Uh, tonight we're being sponsored by the Two in the Think Tank Network. Network. Uh, so which if is you go www.twointhethinktank.com slash twointhethinktank, you will get a bonus episode free of Two in the Think Tank. Just by entering the code Two, two in, in the Think, think Tank. Now, tonk. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, Two in the Think Tank was already taken by another program. Uh that's something that we'll be dealing with with our with our marketing team. We don't know how that happened. Anyway, but two in the think tonk. Yeah, put that in. That's us. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's tonk with a C as well. Uh, yeah. T-O-N-C. <laughs> um, I think that was... That was good, Andy. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank, thank you, Alistair. Thanks for, thanks for having me into the podcasting booth. Hey, no problem booth. at all. Um, Andy... I've noticed you've been wearing fingerless gloves. Has it felt like a bold move? I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't slow me down. None. See, that's what I like. So it doesn't you, slow me down. None. So it lets you keep your stride. Yeah. So it, nothing breaks your stride, right? You would say. No. I would say that, but that's. I mean, that would be in, probably in a different context. Well, I mean, I guess. I guess that this, nothing breaks my swipe. Like I can yeah. still use my iPhone that's unfettered. True. So with, reg- with full-fingered gloves, you can't use it? Unencumbered. I've never actually tried to use an iPhone with gloves on yet. Yeah, it's difficult. It's well, And it's also not a situation that here in Australia we encounter as much, right? No, but it has been a cold winter. And it's been quite chilly. Mm. There's been some near-sub-zero temperatures. There's been a chill in the air. Absolutely. Um, is there a sketch in that? <laughs> <laughs> I think... From now on, we're going to uh, employ a. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to put the call out on uh, social media. I'm going to try and find someone who can come in as the third person on the podcast, a producer. Yeah. Now we can handle most of the things. I can do the levels with a, you know, a little bit of ability, and uh, yeah. you know, it's it's. There's not much editing involved, it's but I just want to have a third person who can just periodically chip in with, is there a sketch in that? Just to like, you know. Keep us on track. Yeah, because sometimes we wonder if there is, and then we realize there isn't after 25 minutes if there's no pu- there's no sketch in there. Um, but, but also sometimes we think that it's really bad, and then it turns out maybe it's not as bad as we think. Um, fingerless gloves uh, are good, um, but when I was buying them, I thought I would be able to buy them for less than you would expect to spend on a regular pair of gloves, but it turned out they were more expensive. Really? Certainly this pair. You see, this, yeah. that's, that's very interesting. This is kind of, I, I imagine people were as, they were as shocked at, that fingerless gloves were getting sold when they first came out uh, as people were when people started bottling and selling water. Right. You know? Like, as in, you can charge people money for that? Yeah, well, because you go, ha, well... I mean, obviously, the whole reason that you've got gloves is to warm your fingers. I mean, no one's like, I've got a cold palm. (laughs) Obviously, the whole reason you've got water is to not have it in a bottle. (laughs) You've got water for free at home. Right. I feel like very different concept. You, You do? Well... 
Okay, maybe a better example would have been like, you know, the scandal of the miniskirt. You know? What's, what was the scandal about that? Well, when women started wearing miniskirts, you could see their knees. Now, look at me. You can see my knuckles. Yeah, Andy, nobody ever <laughs> wanted to see your knuckles. <laughs> nobody was ever scandalized when they could. When you, you, said, you, were normally... buying, when you said you were buying gloves, I was very excited that you were finally going to cover those hideous, bony knuckles. Hey, Alistair, do you want to feel the back of my hand? No. Why? Oh, it's real soft. It's real soft, isn't it? Yeah. It's because these gloves are merino and possum. Really? That's probably why they were so expensive. Yeah, well, it's because you just you're 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 spending big on the on the on the luxury items there. Yeah, but on the animal fibers. I think I wasn't saying that those t- two things were pa- in parallel. I was saying people were shocked oh. when uh, people started selling bottled water. Or right? you were just giving me an example of the concept of shock of, in of, case I didn't know what you were talking about. In terms of new products. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, and. Um, it's it, it's it's it it is strange to think back to a time when <coughs> things that um you know like now when a product comes in something like the selfie stick right everybody jumps on board and gives it shit right yeah. but it's also very popular and lots of people use it mm. and like there are and there are probably so many products that we use now today that when they came in you know even fifty a hundred or even two hundred years ago Alastair yeah people at the time yeah, were mocking shit. them. Well, I think maybe giving you them could, shit. You could do a stand-up like comedian through the ages, who's the one who gives these new products shit. Really good, yeah, you know? definitely. And so, so they got this. Uh, they got this uh, gl- fingerless gloves now. Uh, you heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> Hast thou heard of this? No, do you think do you think maybe fingerless gloves aren't aren't, aren't in this case the best example, right? But well, I'm thinking, I think the fingerless gloves okay, are the best in. example. Okay, that's it. That's locked in. That is locked in. I was thinking, you know, things like maybe um, saddles for horses. So know? they got these saddles now on horses. You seen this? <laughs> Apparently, some people were falling off the horse. What's to fall off? Uh, uh, oh, oh, so, so, so. What are you going to do? Not fall off the horse now? Yeah. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know the joke would be. The saddle's going to... F- what's to stop the saddle from falling off? Because you always, when you're, doing it, when, you're be- when you're doing this kind of comedy, you always ignore inconvenient facts that go against you, like the fact that there's a big strap that goes under the horse to keep the saddle on. Of course, yeah. Mm. Well, I think that's good. Yeah, so at the moment I've got it written down as stand-up comedian through the ages making fun of new products. That's a really accurate description of the sketch we've just described, Alastair. Well done. Thank you very much, Andy. Um, That's all thanks to your fingerless gloves. Thank you, fingerless gloves. In their time would have been a real mockery. I mean, really... They solved a problem that nobody had. These are... From my point of view, these are really finger-full gloves. Really? Why? Well, you can see my fingers. Oh, yeah. So you think fingerless gloves are like mittens? These are actually more... I'm more in a, like a gloveless finger situation than a fingerless glove situation. Gloveless finger. Well, you're well, a gloveless my fingers. Fingers. my fingers remain ungloved. Yeah, that's true. Ungloved and unloved. You know, ungloved. And you should write to the fingerless glove people and let them know that they're actually gloveless fingers. Yeah, in my car, I, ref- I, I now refer to the glove box as the fingerless glove box. Except for when you're getting out something from the glove box. No, even then. I say, can you just reach into the fingerless glove box? No, but, but when somebody's got their fingers in there, <laughs> you're not. You're going. You're right. Get your fingers no, out of right. the fingerless glove box, you're is that right. what you're saying? Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Because I mean there are times, you know, it's not a it's not an eternally fingerless glove box. Like the way that like the sun is entirely fingerless for the duration of its existence. One of the problems with the fingerless gloves is that you get cocky, right? And then I, I think I can do things that like I would do them with bare hands. Yeah. You know, like picking up food. And that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, let's say like a bit of cheesecake. That's a perfect example, yeah. right? Because uh, you know, with bare hands, you'd be like, I can go in there, I can pick up this cheesecake. This is not going to be an issue. With gloves on, you'd be like, oh, I've got to take off my gloves mm. to uh, 
to pick up this cheesecake. There's no way I'm going to get glo- cheesecake all over my gloves. But with fingerless gloves, you're like, I can pick up this cheesecake. Yeah, you think you When can. have I ever picked up cheesecake and got cheesecake on my palms? Turns out probably quite often, but you don't notice because you can brush it off. Because it's a very easily cleaning I've been winding, surface. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and so- skin is like the Teflon of the body. Oh, surprisingly little stuff sticks to it. Yeah, I, I find even like a lot of bandages that are made for sticking to the body don't stick to my don't body. Don't stick to it, yeah. Now, is that a problem with the manufacturers, or do I have a sort of superpower where I stop? Uh, I've, I'm basically, you can't stick things to me. Uh, I'm going to say it's uh, the superpower one, because that's just a better universe to live in. That's true, Andy. You're, you're a glass half superpowered. I was going to write down a sketch idea, but we didn't have one. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about... Wait, what were we talking about, though? Just then. Oh, before the fingerless gloves thing? I, no, I, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, getting shit on their gloves. Yeah. So, do you think there's a sketch in the idea of somebody who is... Do you think that there's a... What about a surgeon who the... has fingerless surgical gloves? Because he's uh, is a bit of a punk. <laughs> So, is it just punk doctor? That's the idea first, and then punk the, doctor, the, and then the fingerless surgical gloves is kind of just like a joke in it. Yeah, that's a good joke in it. Punk doctor. It's a good aspect of his personality. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right, I, and I, actually, I'm surprised that uh, House MD didn't have fingerless surgical gloves because he was a bit of a rebel. He was a rebel, you know. Mm. I'm surprised he didn't have like sort of studded fingerless. Uh, surgical gloves. He was a, he was a bit of a rebel, but he wasn't really much of a rebel. Like in any other context, he would have been considered very mild mannered. But it was just because he put himself in this position of being, uh, you know, a high powered doctor with a lot of responsibility. That suddenly his personality quirks seemed to be quite extreme. Absolutely, and I think the fact that he was also English might have made it like more. You know, it's like but it he, made spo- it more he spoke with an American accent. No, I know, but he was in- like the guy who played him was English, and yep. I think. I think that adds some complexity to it. It does. You know, that he's hiding who he really is. Every time you watch the episode, you're like, oh, he's doing such a good job of pretending not to be English. Do you know how many of the actors in The Wire are actually English? Seven. No, but like, like, do you know which ones? Yeah. Like McNulty? Yep. Idris Elba? Yeah, Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell. Um, the guy who plays the mayor? Yep. All right, well, you know then. <laughs> when I said seven, I was joking. Well, there probably were at least seven. Probably at least seven. Um, oh, what's the thing? Oh, okay. So so with this fingerless gloves, right? Yeah. I've come to, because I get food on them mm. a lot, because I get cocky, I've come to a, 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 a conclusion that I realize that I have for all items of clothing, yeah. right? When it comes to getting food on it, if it's wet, if it's wet, Rub it in. If it's sticky, I mean, if it's dry, scratch it off. That's my policy. So if it's wet, <laughs> rub it in. Rub it in. It'll be fine. Yeah. And that's, you, can, you can rub a surprisingly large amount of food into your pants. If yeah. you rub it in properly. It, it's, it's unnoticeable. A, <laughs> without, before it, before so, the pants become saturated yeah. with food. And it, it start, it people start to notice. If it's dry, you can generally scratch it off. You know? Do you think do you think there's a like a life hack kind of sketch in that? Yeah, I think so. Like, because I think you could you could do that as on the. Let's see. As like a thing to um, uh, you know, the uh, yeah, well, it 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 is a life hack. It's it's for you know situations where you can't or don't want to wash your clothes properly. Yeah. Um. Simple man, fingernail. Minimalist. Um, maybe it's tips for looking good after the Spill, spilling food on yourself. No, after a divorce. <laughs> you know, or like like you know, yeah. post-divorce life. Just a, a, a range of things that you can do to make it look like you're doing okay. You're doing okay. You're keeping it together. Yeah. Right? So. So that involves okay. So if it's that's spilling food on yourself, yep. if it's wet, rub it in. If it's dry, scratch it off. Um, what about like sort of 
bull clipping back some of your fat as a way of like making it look like you got a tighter bod. Um, you know, do you think? Because you know, you know, you know when you like you you pinch a roll of fat. Mm. In a way, that is taking away some of that fat from the other areas. So you know, while that awful fat roll looks that horrible, protrudes. yeah. <laughs> The rest of your body looks way better. But maybe you could, like, paint that bulge to make it look like a satchel that you're carrying over your shoulder. Yes. Like, get a, clip a strap to it. Or, like, right? saddlebags. Paint it brown. <laughs> Turn your saddlebags into saddlebags. People won't notice a thing. Paint it brown. People just right? think you're sitting on an actual saddle. Um, We're bringing it back to saddles. But, but I like <laughs> I like the satchel a lot. Paint yeah. the satchel brown. Have it like cut out an area in your shirt so it comes out and it just looks like it's yeah. hanging there. You know? Put a little put a little like gold button on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. Just stick it on. Yeah, you don't it wouldn't work for you because you have non sticky skin. People think that guy's recently divorced, but he is doing very well. Have what you seen that? that satchel? That new satchel? Is that Louis Vuitton? What is what kind of leather is that? Yeah. Like an actual can you living just, can skin. Can you just write the words "fat roll satchel" down on there? Yeah, yeah, of course. Fat roll satchel, of course, one of my favorite uh, early jazz pianists. Uh, fat roll satchel. <laughs> You're listening to Fat Roll Satchel. <laughs> Worst when piano ever. My wife comes in the kitchen. And my kids are in the yard. And my boss is telling me you've got to work so goddamn hot. Well, I go back to my kitchen and I tell that wife to leave. And I send my children out to work instead of me. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> Fat Roll Satchel. Is that good? <laughs> Is that good? Is that good? Uh, that's never, never ask that. Out. Never ask that. Never don't, ask that. You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but I was asking because of what I was doing, and <laughs> because I knew that that would be a funny thing if you were, if you had uh, had the opportunity to spend some time paying attention to the my part in there. You were you were doing Australians all let us rejoice. Yeah, but I, you know, I worked my way into that. <laughs> you found your way into yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I was soloing as a, you know, as a horn player for a while there, and then I just went into. Uh, Australians all this, let us rejoice. Is that mm. the name of the title of the song? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, Avant Australia Fair. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, sorry. It's the I name of I the national anthem. I didn't know anthem. that. I didn't know the name of the national anthem <laughs> of the country I live in. Oh, you were joking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, it took me a second to get my thoughts together. You know, you're just you're in a you're you're in a bad place right now, mentally and emotionally <laughs> and physically mm. and. Um, bad place. What other realms like, are there? There, like what about philosophically, philosophically, ethically, ethically? Mm. Uh, like you're in a bad place as a consumer. Oh, economically. Yeah, economically as well, and also as a consumer. <laughs> you know, consumers, you know, they don't only consume things that they've bought, but they also consume things that are just around them. What about a shop that only sells cleaning products that help you clean your other cleaning products? Have you noticed that the thing, the little tub yep. that the toilet brush sits in mm. gets filthy? Yeah. I wish there was some way I could clean that. But actually I find that the toilet brush itself isn't very good for it. And so I feel like I need a second brush. So like a toilet brush brush. Toilet brush holder brush. That I could I think, use I think to clean that it. people just have to let it go with that. With that, um, there's got to be brush. like a, a point. At I which mean, the worst thing, uh, the almost one of the worst things in the world is the water that collects at the bottom. Of I that know. That's what I'm thinking thing. about. I, know. I mean, there's there is no worse place to be in the world, and to be in a place where that bowl is partially full. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've never been in a situation where I've had to empty that. 
And Why do you think that is, Al? I, no, no, no. As in, like, 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 I've never, I don't feel like I've lived in a place where that has been partially full. I've seen it. I've been to places where it's been like that. And look, and I understand I don't do enough of my chores, but I've been, I'm, I'm much better now that we don't live together. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like maybe you were standing in my way. <laughs> you see the way I, I, I very ma- possibly was. You see, I managed to somehow make it not about me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Like, because where I live right now, like, if I do, if I use the brush, I, I have a system now where I... I bang it very much from side to side in between the two sides of the thing to to sure. to, to remove every drip. There should be no – there is no excuse for a drip <laughs> on it. Right? Yeah, if you're returning a still moist toilet brush to the toilet brush holder, yeah. shame I mean, on you. You know, it's – yeah, you've got the perfect – Surfaces to bounce on uh, off of because mm-hmm. they're they're very close. Mm-hmm. You can go jiggle mm-hmm. real fast. A lot of a lot of starting and stopping that make that makes those little drops kind of just you know a lot of changing yeah. of direction. Yeah, it makes the rapid them just acceleration, deceleration, jump off of the bristles. You're breaking the surface tension. Like yeah, there's no need for those to stay there anymore, right? So obviously there's some water that you're just not going to be able to get out. Some just moisture. What about a toilet brush holder that you could flush? Like so, it's a, it's like a, a disposable toilet brush. No, 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 no. The toilet brush holder itself has a little tiny little cistern, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you can flush it away. So when you get that buildup of gross water in there, yeah, you can flush it out. So it's a toilet brush holder that you can flush. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, that's a great idea. Thanks. I think it'd be really cute. <laughs> I think it'd be adorable. Would it would it be made of porcelain as well? Yeah, I think I think so. Look, uh, look, look I think that can work. Uh, I think, I think just like a series of like babushka, smaller and smaller ones, you know, next to each other, going away into nothingness. Um, so, so well, you you think that we would need actually more of them? Yeah, well, because then you've got to have another toilet brush to clean that flushable toilet brush holder. You don't necessarily need that. Because well, if it's flushable, then the water's not going to collect at the bottom of okay, it. Okay, you're right, Alistair. You don't, you don't need it. You don't need it. You Andy, probably don't need this podcast. Andy, not everything needs to be recurring to infinity. Yes, it does. All right. Can you... Uh, write down. Write down. <laughs> Alistair, write down what I say. Okay. Write down the words I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Toilet, brush... Holder brush, done. See, that's a sketch, right? It's a it's an advertisement, maybe, for uh, you know, maybe it's like an infomercial, maybe it's like a little demtel kind of thing, you know, or whatever that show that infomercials are called. Um, the Shopping magic bullet. Network. Yeah, it's the magic bullet or something, right? It's the toilet brush holder brush. It's a brush for cleaning your toilet brush holder, because nothing's worse than having people come around to your uh, to see. The worst water in the world, yeah. pooling in the bottom somewhere in a sanitary area. Oh, do you think anyone's ever drunk that? <laughs> oh, like for a dare? Maybe in a porno. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Oh, it was the filthiest porno I've ever seen. <gasps> they had sex with each other, then he drank the, the water at the, end, the bottom of the toilet brush. Container. It's filthy. You don't want kids watching that and thinking that that's what sex is. (laughs) (laughs) The youth these days. Yeah, I'm really worried about what it's doing to our boys. (laughs) That's what it's doing to our boys and girls. You know? (laughs) They're they're having to be exposed to men that are doing that. They think that that's what having pleasing a woman is. You have sex with each other and then just gulp down the bottom of the toilet brush bowl holder holder bowl holder um there's no thing to put bowls in like you know you put soup in a bowl but what do you put bowls in we've got a bowl holder at home we actually do <laughs> It's like a metal, 
It's a metal thing, it's sort of they sit vertically and it's a bowl holder. What? I don't know what to say. It's like a kind of a the, the bowls have to sort of stack on top of each other, like it's a, but it holds them in place and sort of props them up. It's a bowl holder. You guys have a bowl holder? Yeah. I was just trying to do toilet brush holder brush. Holder. No, you can't have that again. <laughs> so it's a bowl holder. Yeah, it's a bowl holder. Um, Man, you... Yeah, we're living we're living a domestic lifestyle, Alistair. You don't know what I got going on. Huh? Yeah, look, I look, got all sorts of. You know, here I out. was thinking that I was living a domestic lifestyle because no. I because I vacuum more than one once a week. But uh, yeah, although my bowls are really unstable, <laughs> you know, once you go above four bowls stacked, but there's also, so many pivot points in uh, there. Are your bowls all of the same variety? The ones that are stacked are. What about yours? I stack dissimilar bowls. Well, no wonder you guys had to go out and buy a new product. No, no, no. no. See, actually, that that, that, that bowl holder Mm. only works for one variety of bowls. So we got like... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like certain bowls that go in the bowl holder, and then I've got so many other bowls. But all your other bowls are... Just random bowls. Well, they're all bigger than the, your standard your bowl holder bowls. Well, the bowl holder bowls only only they're, they're they're one very particular type of bowl that's like been designed to fit, you know, and stack almost like you know chairs. Chairs uh, at um at like a school gymnasium, right? They're specifically designed more for the stacking than they are for the comfort of the kids, right? Right. So yeah. these bowls are you know they're they're built they're built to stack. So. Do they not have an, enough depth? Do you think, like in terms of like, if they're not really designed for the eating out of Actually, a bowl, they've got a lot of depth. Oh, so they're I mean, they've got more depth than I would like. Really, yeah. I I don't really like a shallow bowl. Uh, what's 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 like a, what's the gradient on a on a on, on like a sort of your ideal bowl? Probably about thirty degrees. Really, thirty. So, what are you thinking? Like forty-five. Look, I for me, it's it's like it's a full. Um, you know, like you want to be able to skateboard in it. Like you know, you want to get a rush. Like do you, do you want to be a? If you were going off the edge of the bowl that I like, you would spend some time in free fall. <laughs> before Is it a vertical. Well, these stackable bowls have got like a vertical bit at the yeah, top. Yeah, that's what that's what I yeah, want. They got yeah, they got a major drop. Yeah. You could drop into that bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely need a couple of seconds of of just heart wrenching airtime. Yeah, airtime. Absolutely. Yeah. Until. The beautiful curvature of the bowl catches me and then slides me up the other side. Yeah. Yeah. And you repeat again. Of course, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you eat too much. It's it's part of indigestion. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was picturing something to do with bowls and it's gone. What is... is (laughs) (laughs) So is that a sketch? So is that a sketch? Can I roll something down yet? Yeah. Um... Sure. Well, hey, man. Whatever. I'm not going to tell you what to do. No, no, wait, no. Andy, you know I mean, I know I told you, know, you exactly you know what to do for the last one. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You are going to tell me what to do. <laughs> um, all right. So that one's not a sketch, but it's it's just some interesting things about bowls. That's yeah. not that interesting, but it's like it's pretty interesting. It's, well, look, you know. There was some value adding to it. I, I don't think we're quite at the point of changing this podcast concept to be four sketch ideas and one interesting thing about bowls. Yeah, I know. And that, look, I, I agree with you. I don't think we're quite ready, but yeah. maybe in a couple of years. A couple of years. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Two in the Think Tank network um, might come to us and say, look, we're losing out now. Core demographic, uh, 20, uh, 20, 20 to 25 year olds and people who leave the podcast on to entertain their dog. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and people who love bowls. Like steep bowls. You reckon you could slip in some more bowl facts into yeah, the podcast? Couple, like, all right, guys. People who love bowls are not are, are, are dropping like flies. They're tuning out. Yeah, and 
we're not sure if it's because you're talking too much about bowls or not enough about bowls. So how about you start experimenting? One episode, first I think I reckon talk more about bowls. And then the next one won't mention bowls at all, except maybe in passing. <laughs> maybe we'll sort of mention things that bowls are near, like plates and sort of yeah, mugs yeah. And, and, you know, uh, gravy boats. Explore the whole cupboard. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get right in there. Like... Um, we'll see sort of colors that you would paint the inside of a cupboard. What's the most interesting color you've seen inside a cupboard? Oh, really good question. <laughs> really good question, Alistair. <laughs> oh, fuck. What you I think fu- I'm ready for commercial radio? <laughs> I actually do. That's the kind of thing. Oh, I think we've hit it. Oh, Christ. The text did, uh... Oh, one eight hundred triple one tank. So, uh, are your cupboards sort of the same colour on the inside as they are on the door that on the outside is? Uh, we've got a caller, caller on line one. Go ahead. No. Great. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling in. And so, what are you on your way to work, or you uh, you uh, you're just coming home from work, or yeah. you're at work? Yeah, I'm just I'm just at work. I'm live at I work at the library. Okay, well, you better stay quiet then. Uh, you know, you don't want to have to shush yourself. You at, at work, though, the the doors do match the uh, the inside of the cupboards. And what colour are the doors? The brown. And the inside of the cupboards is also brown. Oh no, actually, it's quite a light. It's a, like a light green. Okay, well, I'm getting mixed messages from you there, mate. Anyway, look, I don't want you to have to shush yourself. Remember when I said that was pretty good? But, uh, look, you keep the books in cupboards because that's a bit tricky for people, surely, you know? Oh, no, it's in, the to... t- it's in the tea room. Okay. Oh, well, um, the tea room, is that where you keep the books with the letter T uh, on them? Uh, oh, no, no, that... no, 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 we uh, use the Dewey Decimal System, so we it's not kind of by oh, cupboards. The, the, the Dewey Decimal System, they really do run everything. Anyway, uh, we'll uh, catch a... Catch you, catch you, catch you around, mate. Have a good time at work, uh, you know. Um... Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. That... What were we just talking about? Oh, the depth of the bowls. Yeah, we got to talk more about <laughs> bowls. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe next episode. Um, <laughs> what's the most? <laughs> you know, this thing. Have you ever got an old chest of drawers or mm-hmm. cupboard? Yeah. From the past. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. And. Like, okay, so one that's from the past? An old one from the past. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, Not from the future. But then in the bottom of the drawers, there's bits of wallpaper. Oh, yeah. Or like like wrapping paper. Or like people have cut out pieces of paper. Laid it out in there. Laid it out in the bottom of the drawer. Or like even newspaper sometimes. Like, what is that from? Like, what era was that considered necessary? And who started that? And was it glued down? And how did that... No, it was was just there. It was just laid in there. So, wait, wait. Like, it's not loose, though, right? It's loose. It's just sitting there. No, no, no. I think I've seen it, like, like pasted in. No, I've never seen it pasted in. Oh, yeah. It's loose. It's just sitting there. And just for some reason, like, society decided that we needed to have sheets of paper in the bottom of our drawers. I reckon it must have been for a good, like, 20... Or forty year period, maybe even longer. Well, when did pa- when when did wallpaper start? Let's let's start there. We could figure this out. Okay. Well, I do know that Oliver Oliver uh, Oscar Wilde his fi- his famous last words were either that wallpaper goes or I do. Okay. And he died in about nineteen hundred, I think. Okay. Right. So they had wallpaper then. Wallpaper then. When- so. Okay. Look, and I, I think I've seen it like in like Regency things. So I think we're going back even to you know like the 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 seventeen hundreds. I'm going to say okay. wallpaper was invented in seventeen. Do you think eighty four? Four. So do you think anybody in the Roman Empire had newspaper? No, they in didn't the, have newspaper. They didn't have newspaper. So it was after the printing press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've okay. invented this wonderful thing called paper. Yeah. Anyway, I think you we could draw patterns on it, put it on the walls. It's just put it on in the inside of your drawers. Yes. Alright, so it's so it's it went from <laughs> it went from the inside of drawers to putting it on walls and then to, to creating the entire written world. <laughs> yeah, the, the the media landscape. Um <laughs> But so then when do you think it stopped? Like five years ago? Wallpaper? Yeah, no no no, no, no. putting the newspaper and wallpaper I, I inside drawers. It, it stopped 
at least like uh, 1970s sometime. Right? But do you think there's there's still some drawers out there right now that yeah, yeah, yeah. that have it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, because, you know, but there hasn't been another a, a new fresh sheet put into a drawer no. for at least thirty it. to forty years. Correct. Okay. So that's about like that was so far we've got at least. I feel a 60 like I'm under a cross examination. Like this is really thorough yeah, yeah, yeah. questioning you're trying to get to the bottom so of this. So it's about sixty years with like people there for a while they were putting either wallpaper or newspaper at into least. or or Maybe 260. <laughs> could be 60, could be 260. Because, I mean, you did mention the 1700s yeah, earlier. Yeah, I did. All right. Um, now, do we have any idea why? Do you think it's to capture moisture? I don't think it's to capture moisture. I think it might... Okay. You know how, like, uh, in football stadiums... Yes, absolutely. Right, what they do is they, um, they'll have the seats multicolored, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, sort of patches of different colours of seats yeah. so that the eye doesn't notice so readily when the stadium is underpopulated, right? Oh. So, that's, so it doesn't look empty so when think, it's pretty much empty. So you think it comes from a time when people weren't as sock rich? Yeah, I think that's what it is, right? So you have a nice pattern there or, or you know, some busy pattern on the bottom of your drawer. Mm. That way if a stranger comes in, opens up your drawer, they don't notice... The lack, you know, the fact you've only got two or three pairs of socks in there. Yeah. They go, oh, look, that's a full drawer. There's a lot going on. Close it, move on. Well, this drawer's also full. Yeah. Jeez, these they're people doing are well. doing very well. Yeah. Absolutely. Very well. You could also do it with a form of like kind of camouflage for, you know, a lot of people like to keep valuables in their sock drawer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, put put some sort of valuable wallpaper in the back there. And not, yeah. not, not wallpaper that costs lots of money, but no. wallpaper that has. Images of like you know gold rings and money, and, yes, and uh, Good. sort of you know uh, high valued stamps, mm-hmm. uh, you know r- rhinoceros horns, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, Lamborghinis, um, uh, yes, uh, childhood memories because childhood nothing's more valuable, more than valuable, them. yeah. Um, so a burglar comes into your house, opens the drawer, sees an enormous array of valuable items, mm. grabs wildly at, at the two D surface. Two D surface, yes. Hurts his hand, doesn't get around to the actual real items that are in there, which the are big 3D wads of cash. Yeah, down in the corner there. Mm, big wads of cash and front. socks and um, bags of gold. Yep. Yep. Um, doubloons. Jewelry. Du- yep. Doubloons? Doubloons. What's doubloons? A Spanish uh, coin that uh, during the era of Spanish exploration. And oh, yeah. I always, I always feel like I would really Americas. like, I'd like to, uh, I would like to find l- large quantities of sort of ancient gold. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Just because I would like the money. <laughs> You know, because people still sometimes just go, they go, oh, I just found a bag of gold from 1600. Yeah, people do. Yeah. Not that often, though. It's probably more likely there that was, you'd win the lottery, I think I there was one recently. Yeah, there was. I read all about it. I liked the sound of it. I used to want to be a marine uh, archaeologist because I thought that's probably my highest chance of finding a big bag of gold. Yeah, but I reckon you could do a bit of research and you could oh, you could you, reckon- lo- you could lower those odds a little bit, you know? Yeah, okay. You know, you could, do you like, think people do that or not? Do you think people just go out there? Some just... people do. I think there's I think there's some families that are literally like adventure families and they go out and they find old sunken ships and they try to find their gold. But do you think they try and increase the odds or do they just randomly <laughs> plunge into the no, ocean? No, I reckon they try to increase their odds. Yeah, so I reckon they try to increase I reckon they're, they're trying to increase their odds that are so that they're better than winning the lottery. Um Okay. So let's have a sketch about a family, right, that's searching for uh, for sunken treasure, mm-hmm. right? Um, what about they find something that has enormous sentimental value? Okay, what about a sentimental value auction? What about Wait, something with... We've said that before. Sentimental value. Sediment. Absolutely, uh, yes. <laughs> what about the sentimental value of that rock? Yeah. Um, well, I suppose that does bring a lot of nutrients into the water. And to my grandfather. And. No, have we done a sentimental value auction? I thought I had seen a thing like with sentimental value and like an antiques roadshow type thing. Very possible. Um, 
but you know, family that's looking for sunken treasure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought I thought you were going somewhere else with it, so no. I was. <laughs> Bring me back on track. Okay, so it's a, a family that's looking for a sunken treasure, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they're uh, maybe they're raising their kids, right? The, the kids want to go to school. They take their kids out of school, and they say, "You don't." They, they don't want their learn. kids to get into like a you know a steady career or anything like that. Instead, they're saying like, "This is the way you get success, right? This is the way you get ahead. You dive into the ocean and you hope you find gold." Yeah. Okay. And and if you accidentally eat a krill, then that's how we survive in this family. <laughs> that's that's a freebie. I mean, that's look, just one of the perks of the job. Yeah, everything that they do is done through uh, just through pure chance. So the food that you eat, it's all accidental. Yeah, they're they're accidentalists. Um, accidentists. Accidentists. They. <laughs> I'm never going to that dentist. <laughs> the, the accidental surgery. <laughs> oh, look, I'll tell you what. Uh, we could do an x-ray or I could just take out a tooth and, <laughs> we'll see. and we'll just hope it's the right one. Or I could just swing randomly at your mouth with this surgical <laughs> hammer. I'll, I'm going to put on a blindfold. <laughs> and I'm going to walk <laughs> through the room holding this big two-by-four. Marco! Oh. Marco. <laughs> like that. Oh. That was just quite a whack. That was quite a whack, but then also the that uh, air conditioning in the background started at the same time. Kicked in at exactly the same time. It's a feast for the senses. It was really a feast for the senses, Andy. I think the accidentist is is is, is, some, is, is something. You think it's more than the family seeking sunken treasure? Well, the family seeking sunken treasure, um, I haven't actually... I don't think there's an idea there. Actually, I think. Have I, to- have I talked to you about this on the podcast? Because it's a bit like the family seeking sunken treasure. The idea that people used to talk about kids who didn't like it at home, right? They're having a tough time at home, running away to join the circus. <laughs> if you think you're having a tough time at home. Yeah, try joining the circus. I mean, that is a hard job. I don't think there's anyone that works more for less pay and respect than workers, <laughs> the circus workers, right? Like, yeah. you're, you've got no fixed place of address. You are literally, like, lifting enormous weights, flying through the air, and... And staying unbelievably fit. Yeah. And so, with, with a terrible diet of food being served around you... Mm. Like this caramel popcorn and things like that, and you're supposed to Fairy kind of keep floss. thin. You've got to be in peak physical condition. Yeah, unless you're, you're the elephant. The, well, there's always the elephant. There's always the elephant, but no, I agree with you here, you're Andy. Mucking out, like shoveling elephant dung? dung. Dung? Dung. How many animals have dung? Uh, dung beetles. Dung. Well, but it's not their own it's dung. It's not their dung. <laughs> uh,. I think it's just elephants. Look, should I write down the running away to join the circus yeah. thing? How do we turn it into a sketch? Well, it's a kid who says he's going to run away to join the circus. Yeah, okay, good. And then his mother gives him all the arguments why that is a much worse life. Then you get to see some of the visuals. Act it out. Act it out. Um, uh, what about... It might work who... better as stand-up, but... Someone in the circus who says, I'm going to run away to join a family. And it's actually quite a good idea. Hey, I don't know, man. Andy, you got it there. You got it. That's a wrap on that one. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. And we have five, six ideas. Oh, yeah, seven if you include family who goes oh, no, away to dig a Sorry, seven. Uh, sunken treasure. There's no floating treasure. It's a pity that we chose all the things that we really love to be really, you know, heavier than water, you know? Yeah, I mean, except for helium. That's true. We do love helium. We do helium. value helium. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we're going to miss it when it's all gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Is there any chance we're going to find some more on the moon? Helium? Yeah. I think there's even less chance that we'll find it on the moon because the helium that does exist on Earth has been is actually created by, I believe, accumulated alpha radiation. Right, so alpha radiation is from a helium sun. nucleus. No, coming from nuclear isotopes inside the Earth's crust. Right. Oh. Um, and uh, so those nu- those nuclear that nuclear decay releases alpha radiation. Those nuclei steal electrons from somewhere and become helium atoms. They get trapped inside, you know, sort of g- the, gas like big caves. Yeah, gas chambers or whatever. Mm. Um, natural gas. And then I guess they're not gas them. chambers before the helium shows up. Yeah. They're just chambers. You're right. Casey <laughs> uh, gas chambers. What about Casey <laughs> Casey chambers? Is that something? No. <laughs> oh man! Sometimes I wish I wasn't being recorded. <laughs> Gacy? Gacy Chambers. Look. Gassy Chambers. No. Gassius Clay? That's an idea. What? You know, Cassius Clay, Muhammad no, Ali. I know. I knew exactly what you were saying. Gassius Clay? Yeah. Well, that's an idea. Gacy Chambers? That's not an idea. <laughs> then why am I laughing more at it? Because you don't know what's good. I know, I know, but maybe I'm, maybe things, maybe I'm sick of things being good. Well, like, this is the podcast for you, Alistair. <laughs> Welcome like, to Two of the Think Tank. Like I was, I listened to the new, the new uh, album by uh, who are those people who did that album that was like very Beatlesy. I kept telling you, Tame Impala. Tame Impala. I listened to the new album, and there was a part of me that was like, going like, this is really good, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> mm. You know, like like I, maybe I'm sick of like things that are good. I just want to listen to something that's kind of awful. Yeah, it's very possible. Well, maybe not. Maybe I just want something different. <laughs> maybe, it was, maybe it was good, but just not to my taste. Ah, oh, God. There you go. I solved it. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't give you much in that conversation. Hey, have we come up with enough sketch ideas? And would you like to read them out to the listeners? Yes, we listening have, Listening at Andy. home. You're listening to the Two in the Think Tank Network. This is Two in the Think Tank. Check out Two in the Think Tank slash Two in the Think Tank dot com for all <laughs> the details. not even the podcast. That's not even our... You know, a year. Yeah, no. Oh yeah. Oh my god, I knew too. Oh my god. All right. Well, the sketches we came up with today are stand-up comedian through the ages making fun of new products. One example would be fingerless gloves. Um, punk doctor, and he's got fingerless surgical gloves, but also other things, I imagine. Uh, number three is life hack: dropping food on your body, which I spelt with double D. Because I also guess it would be Bodhi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a cool name for a kid from the 90s. From the, or from, Bodhi. from the wire. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is the, the, the dropping food on your body. If it's wet, rub it in. If it's dry, scratch it off. And then it's got... Oh, yeah, that's right. These are tips for... Life hacks for... Uh, looking like you've got it together after a divorce. Yeah. Looking like you got it together... After divorce. Just because you and your wife aren't together anymore doesn't mean you can't look like you've got it together anymore. That's right. You know, you can still be together when you're alone if you've got it together. So keep it together with our tips for keeping keeping it it together together. after a divorce. And so one of the examples is... You couldn't keep your marriage together. (laughs) That's no reason you can't keep it together. One of the examples is the fat roll satchel, which is where you, you pinch your fat rolls up into one big kind of lump, which makes the rest of your body look better because mm. you're diverting all the fat into one area, but and then you're you, painting it brown and making it look like a satchel. You've got a fashionable satchel. Satchel. Um, <laughs> I wonder how many satchels you could have before people start to get suspicious. <laughs> cargo satchel. You know, People only usually go with the one type of satchel. Yeah, but I think you could have, like, three satchels or, like, all around different parts of your body. Just paint them on. Yeah. Or you could have a uh, a bum bag as well. Yeah, you could paint... Fat roll bum bag? It was just a couple of little satchels under your eyes. Fat roll <laughs> fat roll backpack? Um, it's actually one of my favorite early jazz musicians. <laughs> fat roll bas- backpack. 
When your eyes are gleaming and you feel like dreaming, well, just come on back to the bar and get a cup of your favorite sup and we'll say how happy we are. <laughs> In nature's gifts. Anyway. Um, so that's good. Uh, toilet brush holder brush, which is, and then it's also got the option of a flushing brush. It's true. Uh, yep. True that. And then there's the accidentist. I just skipped over the family searching for sunken treasure. Thank but, you. But, I mean, maybe, look, maybe there's a whole, not just a sketch there's in a that. series in it's that. It's a whole series. That could be the next, uh, traveling thornberries. Or. Oh, the wild thornberries. The band with b- <laughs> no, that's the traveling Wilburys. Okay. The, the 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 wild Thornberries was that uh, Nickelodeon kids TV show where they were oh, like, oh uh, yeah, I uh, could never Africa. watch it. I could never watch it. Yeah, it was pretty irritating. Yeah, um, accidentist, and then running away to join the circus is a bad idea. Is the last sketch because the life of a circus performer is difficult due difficult. to all the high level skill skills they have to develop. Yeah. And, uh, Which take practice and dedication. Probably the things that you're running away from at home. Yeah. Hard work. Yeah. Unless you've actually got a genuinely bad childhood, in which case maybe it would be better to be with a. Well, maybe you, know, a, you could family. get your siblings to practice dedication and the other thing that Andy said, uh, and then they could help fix the family. So we're doing the think tank. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.